Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And today we have a very, very special treat for you. We are interviewing the Holderness family, which, you know, I know you guys have probably heard of them. They are the, the family that provides all these hilarious videos, which this past year have meant more than any other time because we need laughter in our lives. But they actually have an amazing book about fighting that's out. And so we're gonna unpack that with them later. But before we dive in, I wanna share a recent review with you. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who have already left reviews. It is the best way to get the word out about this podcast. And it also really keeps us going and we really appreciate it. Today, I'm gonna share a review from CVS Nurse and all she entitled it was love, which I loved. And she says, this is the best podcast. I listen to new podcasts on my way to work. These are so enriching and enriching and enlightening to my newlywed marriage. Love this couple. And I just want to say thank you so much for leaving that and congratulations on, on your new marriage. And we hope that you continue to listen and get lots of help through the Naked Marriage Podcast. Yeah, again, we really appreciate taking the time to do that. And your words keep us encouraged. And we're so excited you guys are tuned in today. I really think this is going to be one of the most fun episodes we've ever had because you cannot not have fun if you're hanging out with the Holderness family. But even more than being fun, they have got so much wisdom to share with us from their own experience, from their brand new book, which is called, which called, um, it's titled Everybody Fights, So Why Not Get Better At It? And they're going to they're going to teach us in new ways, practical ways, but also some entertaining ways. Yes. How to work through disagreements in marriage. Um, I know you're going to be blessed by this and entertained by this. So Kim and Penn Holderness are the the founders of of a, their own family company that creates viral videos online. Most of those videos are just hilarious in nature and yes. we're living in a time when we need that comedy more than ever, but they also have so much depth so much insight, and they're going to share that with us today. So let's dive into today's episode. Well, like we said in the intro, we are super excited to have our guests on today, Kim and Penn Holderness. They are legit famous. Like, legit. I mean, you've seen their videos, and they are some of the funniest people maybe on earth. Yes. They are the reason I go to Facebook to, I want to see. I, I just YouTube and YouTube. I I need the kind of joy they bring in our lives, and it's never been needed more. I mean, yes. it's a, it's a grumpy time uh, on planet Earth, and the Holdernesses are just sprinkling stardust of joy. They are all I love around, that, sweetie. That's great. And and I'm I'm for it. Come so in. 
So grumpy time on earth and we're sprinkling stardusts of joy. First of yeah. all, I'm coming back on this show weekly if you'll have me because this is the ego boost I need. Awesome. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> grumpy okay. time. I love grumpy time. I've never heard yeah. that. Yeah. So let, let all this be an inspiration. If, if I can inspire you guys to, to take any anything from this interview and go and make some beautiful, funny art with it. Yes. That's good. Because you. this is what you guys are to, to planet Earth. We, for the first time, like a couple of weeks ago, we got this injection of like this vitamin infusion. Yes, which we'd never felt, had. It felt like I was getting like an illegal, you know, drug. It wasn't. It's very above board. You get this injection of like all these B vitamins B12. and all these things. And I felt like Superman for a solid week. <laughs> and that's what you guys are for the soul. You're you like an are. injection vitamin to the soul. <laughs> Illegal, which but it feels yeah, it feels a little naughty, but it's it's totally above board and uh, and fun. No, yes, they are. They are. That is the best compliment ever. Slash have your producer email me what that was because yeah. I need it stat. It's awesome. Yes. Seriously. It really is. It's yeah. awesome. It's yes. becoming a thing. The, it is. the vitamin infusion I, thing. And our producers had it too. And they, they would agree. They're nodding their heads right now. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I felt so energetic. Um, <laughs> a literal yeah. shot in the arm. It was amazing. It was. It was so good. Yeah. So I'm, yes. I'm ready to sign back up. But that's not what Let's this- Let's talk about fighting. Yeah. We're not talking <laughs> yeah. about injections here or stardust. Right. We're right. talking about fighting in marriage. Yeah, so you guys got a great new book out. Um, just just to prove to the world that you are the most multi talented people on earth. It's like we're all so amazing authors. I'm yes. like, and they really are. The, the 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 content is is so rich and so practical. So tell us a little bit about the motivation for you know writing this this new book. Everybody fights. Mm-hmm. So why true. not get better at it? I love the title too. So this is such a, such a practical book for anybody. Anybody married, which of course is our audience, but you know, for any relationship you might be in, there's some nuggets of gold in here. So give us some of the inspiration. Well, thank you. So uh, you you kind of set us up perfectly um, using the kind of positivity, creativity, all the stuff that we normally do. I think people would not expect us to write a book about fighting. Um, and that was kind of the inspiration for it. It was, you know, kind of looking down in the YouTube comments and people saying, you guys are the perfect couple. And we're like, no, 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 we're not. In fact, I think at one point, maybe four or five years ago, we looked at one of the comments and we looked at each other. We're like, do we're doing a disservice to the population. if People think that we are a perfect couple or hashtag couples goals. Yeah. Because in reality, (laughs) we, we had, we had, our marriage was fine. It was going to be fine. It was good. It was good. Solid B minus. But we were, were, uh, several years ago, we had hit a rough patch, as I think most marriages do. Yes. And I'm a child of divorce. Mm -hmm. And I saw my my parents worked it out for 27 years. They fought their way through it for 27 years. Mm -hmm. And I saw us heading down a path. I'm like, this feels really familiar. Mm. I think that nobody walks down the aisle with the intention of splitting up, right? right. But as Penn, there's like a little kind of introduction in the book. He puts, you know, our cars, we take them in for oil changes and tire rotations. And we do all this maintenance work on our car that we don't ever do on our relationships. Yeah. So we did the work. We went to counseling mm-hmm. and we were having, because we were having these same fights over and over again. And there was these, there are these simple principles and these simple ways of talking to each other that changed the foundation of our marriage. 
it took us from having a fine marriage that, you know, we were kind of living as roommates for a while there to having a really connected experience and a a great partnership. And we, the way we live our lives, right? Like if there's a water bottle I love or something I love, I want to tell people about it. Like we kind of share what's happening in our lives. And so this seemed like a natural extension of like this this is what's working in our life right now. And we want to tell you about it. And this is our hydro flask. This is our to get yours. Yeah. And, and it just seemed like if people had these really simple conversations, these magic words we talk about, I mean, there's literal scripts we put in the book. It can okay. change the course of an argument and it can change the course of a marriage, I believe. Yeah. I love that. I love it. You're so right. Like whenever we find something we love that's working for us, we want to tell everybody about it. So that's a great, I mean, that's awesome. And you know, you're real people, you know, and I know people see you in these hilarious videos, which are just awesome, but it's so good to see a little bit behind the curtain and to see, you know, you're real people who deal with real things and here's what's helped you. So I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is. And it gives people that hope of saying, because I I think that there's in our social media culture, there's this temptation to look at anybody on social media, not just, you know, public figures, but anybody, our friends. And we're seeing sort of this airbrushed version of the life that we project on online. And then, and then you, you scroll through that and you're comparing your behind the scenes struggles to somebody else's airbrushed highlight reel. And you think my life's terrible, their life's perfect and I can never measure up. And so you guys just having the courage to, you know, to be real about, you know, about the struggles that everybody goes, goes through, not just you, but you're right. Everybody fights. There there are going to be disagreements (laughs) in every single, every single marriage and finding a way to do that in a healthy way to get better at it. Like you guys say, I just think it's, it's so good. And so yeah. when you guys, you know, use that analogy of kind of the maintenance, you know, we do maintenance on our cars, why not maintenance on our marriage? Like peel back the curtain a little bit. What is that that maintenance aspect look like in your relationship? What are the things you guys do to intentionally build uh, build your marriage? Uh, the first chapter and the first thing that you'll read about in the book is metacommunication. And that's kind of the, that's the starting point for all of this. And this is, by the way, this all comes through, for us, it came through counseling, like active yes. counseling with a person who co-authored the book with us really, his name's uh, Christopher Edmonston, who also happens to be an old friend of mine and the pastor at our church. He just specializes awesome. in, um, that's he great. specializes in marriage. Yeah. Right. So anyway, um, he's kind of the one who showed us and great actually, you guys know this, a great venue for this is a place like a podcast where you can kind of sit down and just be the two of you and talk about the thing that happened from a 30,000 foot view. Um, And we started before even knowing any tools or tricks, we kind of took account of what was going on in our lives as this fight happened. Um, Like, were you tired? Were you hungry. Were you drunk? Like drunk. Like, did you have too much to drink? And so when you can talk about how you fight, Mm -hmm. which sounds so silly, right? Mm -hmm. But the next day when, when it's not as tense and things aren't as calm to talk about, like, Hey, and, and use that. I feel language. Like I, I felt like I, and and you have to get really self-aware. Like I felt really tired and overwhelmed and I was panicking about this mm-hmm. thing at work. Mm-hmm. And so I probably didn't give the best, I, I, I probably didn't have the best answer to this. And you have to get really self-aware. Yeah. Um, but it starts out in a counselor's office and yes. then, and then, book. Yeah. and then you kind of, you kind of learn how to do it on your own. 
Um, and then there's, you know, the, the book will go through all these different things that we fight about from money to sex. interrupting yeah. to sex, to, to, you know, the, from one argument, jumping to another one accidentally. Um, and we, we picked the fights that we think like there are 10 fights every partnership I believe have it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I do everything you do nothing. Yes. Yeah. Um, sex. Why aren't we having more of it? Mm-hmm. Um, why are, you, like, spending so why are you spending so much money? Like all of the fights that I believe if you went into any house on our block, I think they're probably having the same fight and then how we navigated through them because we kept fighting about mm-hmm. the same thing. And we got out of the cycle and not, we still fight by the way, we believe fighting is a love language, but we have like a real intentional way of doing it. And we're not cussing at each other. We're not slamming doors. We're not doing the things that I like. I used to like grab the keys and take a drive for a couple hours. I used to just leave, which is like not cool. Like, don't do that. So we, we've, it's really changed like the foundation of our marriage. I love that. And you're right. We have to know how to fight well, you know, and that's what your book is going to help people do because fights are inevitable. And I think people are scared to use the word fight, but I mean, disagreement, argument, whatever you want to call it. I mean, we're all going to have it. It's just semantics on what you call it that day, but really it's fighting. And, and you know, there is a, a right way to do that, a respectful way to do that where you can both win, you know, because I think that the whole thing where it's like, I do everything, you do nothing, which is such a common thing. I mean, my goodness, it's just such a common thing. And, um, and I think that in different seasons, it can get worse than, than others. But, you know, when you kind of slow down and self-assess, which I hear you saying, you know, that I, I feel, you can't mm-hmm. fault your spouse for how they feel. They feel how they feel. And, and, yeah. and that's, I love that. Go ahead. That is, that is the biggest magic word that you can use is I feel, and it's almost always a good substitute for you always, you always, yes, yes. Or, you know, like projecting on somebody else immediately. First of all, your position in the fight is leveraged and you're probably, if if you're looking to get something done or I don't want to say win, but like actually advance during the fight, you have to put your feelings first. And remember this, actually, you're like your feelings. People can't disagree with those. No, those are yours. Those are infallible. Right. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's one of the big things we talk about. And it, it solves a lot of the problems that we have. Yeah. yeah. No, one I, I one of the biggest advice we had, like. It, it, he, he made the mistake of like doing the, you always, and like, you're getting really snippy and you always, and after like three hours of, it was one of our bigger fights of just, it was not, I'm not proud. We were screaming at each other. It was, it was not, he finally, we finally got down to, I feel lonely. Mm. And I, I yeah. was so busy on something else. I was so busy. And he's like, and I was, we had not had time to connect. We had not. And the minute he said, I feel lonely. I'm like, Oh, like, yeah. Uh, the fight was over. The fight yeah. was over. It's so I'm disarming. Like, like, it's so vulnerable. Oh, I didn't know you were feeling that way. I mean, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I have not. I've been so preoccupied with this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And really, none of that stuff matters. You're right. This stuff, like, help me do this stuff and we can connect. Like, we're going to, and it, and like the part, it was back. We were back on track. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier. And junk is sometimes more convenient 
and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values. And you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. Yeah. No, I love that. I'll never forget one of our biggest fights we've ever had. We've been married almost 20 years this this May. And um, I remember one of our biggest fights, we had just moved. We had two young children at the time. We now have four, but they were two, like we had our first two really close together. And, and we had just moved. It wasn't a really good work situation. Uh, we were in temporary housing. And then we finally got to the house we were going to live in and it needed some work. And I remember I was trying to put a curtain up and Dave was getting ready to go for a run and he looked so happy. And I was so mad that he was so happy because I was so miserable. And he said to me, he well, said- I had asked like- He asked me if I needed help. help. And she said no. And I made the mistake of thinking she actually meant no. Yeah. Because, no, but, no. No. Oh, but which is terrible. Like I was supposed to know that like, no, yeah. this, I need, I need you. You shouldn't even have to ask. What, what word did I say? I, I said, no, no, it's it's fine. fine. And I'm like, which oh, we call wow. the F word. Yeah. It's the F word in our house yeah. because right. it always shuts down things, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me ask you this, Ashley. Did you, did you want him to help you or did you want him to understand how you felt? What was more important he, to you at that she time? She wanted him to read her mind. Yeah. I, exactly. That's, <laughs> that is my mistake in, in the early years of our marriage big mistake. I was terrible. I always put him in these terrible positions of trying to be a mind reader. And, and he really, it's like, he was, he was always so good if I would just tell him what I actually needed or wanted or how I felt, but I didn't, I was expecting him to figure it all out, to figure out I needed help, to figure out I was miserable, to figure out that I was ticked at him too. And so, you know, he goes on that run 30 minutes later, I'm still wrestling. I could not get this screw in the wall. And I was so mad and I am just fuming. And he walks in that door and he's got the, 
like endorphins going from his run. Oh, I felt amazing. Uh, he did. And, and he's so happy. And I was so mad that he was so happy and he didn't figure out how I felt. And, and then I just blew up on him. I mean, she said, I blew up. <laughs> I'm like, hey, so how's it going? And she said, I can't even look at you right now. I did. And I'm like, I did. Like oh, with that voice. And, yeah, it did. Oh. It, it got very deep. And I realized I played it back in my head and I like, oh my goodness. Like she wasn't fine the whole no, time. It's like it's like when you watch The Sixth Sense for the first time and you realize spoiler, Bruce Willis spoiler. has been dead the whole movie and you don't figure it out till the end. And I'm like, I've been dead the whole time and I didn't even know it. Like right. she wasn't fine. And yeah, but, but like those little, and I, I've done stuff like that too, but it, you have to just learn each other's rhythm and learn to lean in and listen. Yes. And speak not your mind, a mind reader. say what you're well, feeling and a mantra, a mantra for our marriage. And we talk about the book because it's, it's mature people ask for what they want. Yes. And yes. I, I expect, and so down to Ashley Friday night, we get takeout. What do you want? Oh, I don't care. You know, mm. the mature people ask for what they want. I'm like, I want sushi. Well, here's yes. why. Because <laughs> she'll say, get whatever, and then I'll get whatever. And she gets yeah. and, and so, and like that, I, I, like, I look up, I bring the dictionary where it says whatever. <laughs> and then you know what the definition of whatever is? No. Whatever. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and so I've learned that like down to, I need help hanging for down to like in the bedroom. Yeah. Yes. Sure people ask what they want. And we have like a whole chapter, like a really awkward chapter that my mom had to read out on it. So yes. well, like, you told her not to read it. And then you I added the wrong chapter you, number. No, you, you gave oh. her, we did one and a half chapters on sex and she gave her one chapter. And then and we were shoot. talking about something else. And then all of a sudden like, boom, boom. orgasms. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Hey. Like, yeah. Now this and is so really weird for our, our parents that we talk about orgasms for a living and they yeah. have to listen. So they yeah. like in my, her mom's words, I'm really proud of you, but this is always going to be weird for me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love that. You're right. And we talk about this on our podcast too, even when it comes to sex, you know, where it's not, not like it's fine, figure it out. You know, we even, we even use this thing fine. You know, if F I N E means faking, ignoring, neglecting, evading for us, it's like the, it's the F word. It's the word that shuts down communication. It's the word that only leads to fights and it's the word wow. that doesn't lead to understanding. And so, yeah, I, I just, I, I love that you guys are just really, you know, putting a spotlight on how everybody goes through this. You're not damaged. You're not ill fit for one another. You know, it's, it's like, you can actually get through this, but you're going to have to be mature adults who say what you need. You're going to have mm -hmm. to slow it down and recognize your own kind of how you're feeling in the moment. I love that you talk about being hungry, tired. Like what, what were the circumstances? Why would I be so snippy? You know, what was it? I, I, I love that. I think it really will give people so much more understanding about how they can feasibly fight well. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's full of gold because like everybody, like you've said, everybody goes through this. Everybody has these, these, these moments of tension and these miscommunications. And yet we don't, we don't always approach it in a healthy way. And yeah. the, I'm, the difference between the couples who, who make it and really make it last yeah. and success in marriage isn't just longevity. I mean, you can, you can stay married for 50 years by just avoiding each other and by like exactly. just living two separate lives. The goal yeah. is longevity plus intimacy Absolutely. where you're at, you're growing closer through every season. And you guys, it, through your experience and through this book, I really believe are giving people a roadmap for how to do that for like what that can look like in super practical ways. Like yes. this is so super practical, but in pure holderness fashion is also super entertaining uh, because you're, you're, you're gonna stop, like if you're reading a boring book, even if it's practical, 
you know, a couple of pages in, you're going to be like, this, this is lame. Like there might be good stuff in here, but I can't do it. Yeah. But reading this book, you're going to be like, this, this is so fun. Like I'm, I feel like these are my friends and I'm being entertained. I'm laughing on nearly every page, but it's really also cutting to the heart right. and showing me some things that I need to look in the mirror and, and say, okay, these are, these are some blind spots that maybe I've had. This is going to spark some new conversations where we can, we can talk about things in a new way based yeah. on this new perspective. And so for those reasons, I just, I think this is a gift to the world that you guys have, have created that's really going to help a lot of marriages. Absolutely. Well, thanks. We, we really are that great. And yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> he's being so nice. I don't know how to process all this. It's well, like thank very you. Effusive. So here's, here's the, like, I, I want to talk about a couple of things you said that I totally agree with you on actually. Yeah. Um, first of all, fighting, the, the one thing you should do at the beginning, and you guys know this, to destigmatize it is to tell people, because this is the truth, fighting is how you get to know your partner better. It's how you mm-hmm. learn about their vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. It's how you learn about what's important to them right? So fighting is good. It's also a way to release energy like a hurricane or a forest fire that sometimes is necessary, right? Mm. Um, And if you don't fight, like you mentioned, that that healthy 50-year marriage couple, Mm. um, that's a problem, right? You have to find ways to describe who you are. You're not not an undifferentiated ego mass. You're two different people with your own values. So yeah, and we got a little kickback from some people in our audience like I don't fight and I think they I think they're imagining us like slamming doors and cussing at each other. Right. That's not what it is. It's like I mean I mean, I mean there've been no times. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is why we went to, but there, I mean we're like things we just disagree on. And I feel like if you're never disagreeing on anything and you're never having like a discussion about it, um, everybody discusses and every, they, that wasn't a good book title. So, um, <laughs> that is the truth. Every- yeah. So, so we, so we, terrible. as a terrible book, I mean, we went through some bad titles too, let's yeah. be honest. But I, and the, the really super polished Instagram model of marriage does not exist. Right. We get into this, like when we're dating, we tell our girlfriends if we're fighting with our boyfriend, but we don't do that in marriage. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, it's like we never have those discussions. There's like this veil of secrecy. And when when friends found out, because we've been working on this book for two years, mm-hmm. that we were doing this research, that we're doing this, we were writing this book. We've had so many people reach out to us for advice and admit there was issues. I'm like, we should just normalize the fact that marriages are not perfect, you right. guys. Like it we should just normalize the, the ugly part of, you know, it, it's, it, and, and that to me has made our marriage a thousand times better um, to me, just like being able to talk about how imperfect it is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I love that. It does. It takes the stigma off and being able to be open and honest because I do, I think that the reason people don't reach out to a counselor, I love that you start the book with a counselor. I mean, we, our, our listeners probably get tired of us talking about going to a counselor because nearly on every episode we talk about it. You know, they don't, they don't go because they think they're the only ones. You know, they think they're the only ones dealing with whatever fight they're going through that time, you know. And a counselor, you know, somebody who can really help you, who's this neutral party, who can kind of really help you look at it, is just so vital. And I, I always say, you know, there's not, people think, oh, I need to wait till it's like this desperate situation. And, you know, that, that's why they keep on putting it off. But really, there's, so, there's such wisdom and strength in going to a counselor. I mean, they're trained to walk you through this, you know, and, um, and they, there's nothing that surprises them. You know, it's like everybody goes through tough things and I, I just love that. And I'm hoping that, you know, and I know when people read your book that they will, they'll be more open to that because it will, it will take, 
it'll take yeah. the stigma off. Yeah. I mean, counseling is guys don't want to go to counseling. I'm just going to be this like lean into some I'm, gender. I'm going to lean into a gender stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Guys are afraid. They don't want to go because they're afraid that they're going to get called out and there's going to be something that they're doing wrong. Yeah. And they're going to be afraid that they lost the fight by going into counseling. Or that like, it, it does mean that it's catastrophic, yeah. you know, and yes. it's not. That's, that, that's, right. that's another thing. But, but I, like you, a good counselor and most counselors are good you're not winning a fight. You're, right. you're neutral, like that, Ashley. And that's mm -hmm. something that's very difficult for people to understand until I was, this was my best friend, one of my best friends that I was going in to have counseling with. So I was really nervous. Yeah. And very quickly, I wanted more of it because instead of telling us who was right and who was wrong, he explained what was going on. And that, so by the way, that friend relationship was easier for Penn to go when he was confiding, but some people would prefer total stranger. Sure. And I would also say, I've gone through just therapy by myself, like mm -hmm. on and off my whole adult life. Me too. You just need to find the person you click with. And yeah. don't you love now that like Zoom is so normal? You can do this all over Zoom now. So yeah. it doesn't even have to be somebody in your neighborhood that you might run into in the grocery store. So for some yeah. people, they want somebody who's a stranger. For mm -hmm. for Penn and I, it worked that like this was his specialty and his line of work and he happened to be in our life. And it was, he actually, it it gave context. Like he already knew that I'm an introvert. He's an extrovert. He could jump in in a very impartial way knowing our personalities. So mm -hmm. just a little... FYI for people looking for good therapists and counselors. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, Love that it. is, it's it's gold. I'm telling you, and if, if you listen to this and one thing that, that comes from it besides getting this awesome book is that it's prompted in you that that spark to say, you know what, it's it's time. It's time for yeah. us to get get counseling. And that that one decision could be life-changing. Uh, it's, it's, it's been life-changing for us yes. in the past. And that's why we talk so much about it. That's why Kim and Penn talk so much about it. Mm -hmm. So don't let those stigmas or those fears, uh, whatever it is that's holding you back from it, keep holding you back. Because, you know, like Kim just said, like the, the barriers have been removed, especially now with, with technology. You know, we, we offer some uh, online kind of counseling, coaching options. We have trained coaches here at exomarriage.com slash coaches. Mm -hmm. We have counseling partners that we partner with that can provide all this again via via Zoom. Uh, yeah. Faithful Counseling is a group we partner with. You can find them at getfaithful.com slash naked marriage. Um, and so, yes, yeah. get counseling. Kim and Penn, I don't want to like take up all your day because I need, to, the world needs you to get back to making internet gold. And <laughs> I don't want to hold up one minute of that. But before we let you go, like what, what, what final words do you have for us? And for anyone that has been living like under a rock, under a rock. for the last five years and don't, <laughs> don't know where to find you already, tell people where they can, they can find you. Uh, so the easiest way is just to, uh, go to the Holderness family on any of your social media platforms or just type it into the search bar. Uh, sure. we also have the Holderness The book is everybodyfightsbook.com. But if, again, like Google is amazing. Just put our name in there. And, right. And it, it, can I tell people it's wilderness, but with a hoe? Oh, so the spelling. Yeah. Holderness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're Instagram and Facebook yeah. and all that good stuff. And and I guess the 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 one thing I would tell um, people that I would leave them with is is thank you um, for like letting us have a job where we can just be ourselves, and um, that's our job. And I, that's not possible without. Um, people who watch videos. So thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and we thank you for making them. Yeah. Thank you. Bring thank you joy. guys for. What was your quote again? The, the, the 
Drops of joy. No, no, no. Stardust or something. Stardust. 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 Oh, no. He Sprinkling. Said it, he, said, he said it's a grumpy, grumpy world. You said it's a grumpy world. That was my favorite yes. start. Yeah. And then you said that we are sprinkling little rays of, of <laughs> no, unicorn sunshine. No, no. It was sprinkling uh, <laughs> stardust. Was sprinkling stardust of, of joy. Stardust of joy. Yes. So, like, make we that your new bio. Ego boost. So thank you. <laughs> I want to go to Instagram and see Holderness family in a grumpy world. We're sprinkling stardust of joy. Yes. Like, and that be your there new bio. So, and and you feel free to use that, <laughs> or get a tattoo of stardust, and yes. then just say thanks, Dave, in ink under your arm. There Whatever you like. I don't want to pressure you into these <laughs> decisions, but I feel like that would be an appropriate response. <gasps> Neck right here. There, yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. And add a unicorn. Uh, yeah. You had a unicorn and rainbow that you need that too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. I know our audience is going to love this talk and um, thank you for writing your very important book. So yeah. Thanks for the book awesome. is amazing guys. Again, get the book and holding his family praying for you, cheering you on. Keep doing the great work you're doing. Keep sprinkling that stardust. Uh, you're, you're doing great things. And we, we look forward to seeing you next time and hopefully connecting in, in a person someday. Yeah. If you ever meet us in person, you'll find someday. we're uh, much shorter than you'd expect. But on <laughs> online, we look fairly tall. So we like to keep things on Zoom. And he was standing up. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. already standing, guys. I'm standing on the chair right now. I'm actually very short. I mean, well, I'm, I'm a normal size. He's a giant, so it's weird. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you, I think you're both just perfect. You're just right. Yes. So thank you guys again. I, I will go hang out with you guys just to so talk to me like this. This yes. is amazing. Yes. I have a teenager. I don't hear this stuff very often, no. so thank you. That's great. We're happy to do it. It's all... <laughs> It's all true. You guys are awesome. Well, thank you again. And we hope to connect sometime soon. <laughs> and, and for viewers, stick around. We'll do Q&A right after this. Well, it's time for one of our favorite parts of the podcast that we have every week. We're doing our Q&A. And again, we don't see these questions until we are recording this for you. So we're just seeing it for the first time. And if you would like to submit a question, the questions that we answer on air, you can submit at nakedmarriagepodcast.com. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook. But if you want your question on the episode, you have to go to nakedmarriagepodcast.com. So our question today is, is it okay to be attracted to other people when you're married? My husband says it's okay because he's not acting on it and still continuously choosing me regardless of who he sees. It deeply hurts my feelings to hear him say that. I feel like attraction is one step away from lust, which leads to sin. I would love to hear your wisdom on this subject. It's a good question. It's a great, great question. And it's it's very nuanced. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, it's one where there's a lot of feelings involved because we, we obviously want to have eyes only for our spouse. But we live in a world where you're going to see other people and we can't pretend that those other people don't exist. And there's certainly a distinction between noticing that someone's an attractive human being and allowing lust to take over where we're playing like graphic sexual fantasies with that person out in our mind. There's a world of difference between those two two things. So um, I think there's, there's maybe a lot going on here, but first, thank you for the question. I think that this is something that's a dynamic in a lot of, a lot of marriages. Um, is your husband doing everything possible to make sure that you know that he chooses you completely, that he has eyes only for you in terms of, you know, all of, all of my desire is, is focused on you and I love you and I adore you and choose you and respect you. And when I say that I notice that another person's attractive, um, 
I'm not doing it in any way to take take away from you. Though it's probably maybe not the wisest thing for him to point out no. that it's a try. You can have that thought in your mind, like that's an attractive person yeah. without having to plant seeds of insecurity by saying, right. oh, that's an, that's an attractive person. Here, I would, I'd recommend as a next step um, to help both of you, uh, a book for each of you to read, a little bit of homework. And neither of these books are our own, but they're books that I think that could help each of you in different ways. For the husband, I would recommend the book, Every Man's Battle, which is all about lust mm-hmm. and how the Bible teaches clearly that lust, the sin to objectify human beings in our mind is a, is a sin and how to just control the battle in our minds as being visual creatures. Um, and it could be a really helpful book. For you uh, as the wife, a book by our dear friend Shanti Feldhahn, who is a wonderful Christian writer, researcher, and to help women kind of understand the the male thought process um, and, and maybe not feel so not, not to feel insecurity by it, but right. to help really understand. She wrote a great book called Through a Man's Eyes, Helping Women Understand the Visual Nature of Men. Um, if you would read that book and at the same time your husband would read the Every Man's Battle book, I think it could prompt some really healthy new behaviors in him mm-hmm. and also some some mindsets in you that are going to help you uh, just navigate this together with more unity. I love that. And those are awesome resources. But I also want to say too, I think you need to make it clear to your husband that him telling you this is just so deeply hurtful because, and maybe in his mind, he's like, I'm being honest with you. I'm just being honest with you. But what you hear, if I'm understanding correctly from this question, is you hear, not only does he think that person's pretty or hot or whatever, but that he's also thinking about that person. Yeah, like that yeah. he, for him to tell you that person is attractive, that means he's given it more than just one. He's given that person more than a glance. And that is hurtful because that is when it takes root. I mean, when you, you know, like Dave said, you can't control the attractive person walking by and the fact that they're attractive and that you, your eyes notice them, you can't help that. But lingering on that thought of how attractive they are or, you know, even possibly having fantasies about that person, that's where it's a problem. And so I think that maybe just making it that crystal clear to him and saying like, you know, how would you feel if, you know, the attractive neighbor next door that we both know is like a really hot guy, if I constantly pointed out how attractive he is? I mean, would you like that? You no. Think, you think our neighbor's no. a hot guy? No, no. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think men and women both can recognize when someone's attractive. Like it doesn't sure. take rocket yeah. science. To, you know, I mean, and granted, I know there's the eye, the eye of the beholder, right? Am I saying that? It's in the eye of right, the beholder. It's subjective, like it's but, subjective, but I but think, you know, most, most people can- You can say, yes, that person is pretty. That person is is handsome, whatever. But I, I think that constantly talking about it, it does make you wonder. It makes you think, well, why are you, if this is something you want to talk to me about, instead, let's flip it and let's talk about how we can really, you know, deepen our attraction for one another and have, you know, more intimacy. Let's focus on us and not these outside people. Right, and have the discretion. We want to have full like, honesty in marriage, but there's a big difference between deception and discretion. Right. And so discretion means like every thought that pops into your head that might be hurtful to blurt out, you don't mm-hmm. have to be like telling your spouse like, oh, that, that, that's, a, that's a hot girl or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but when those thoughts come into your own mind, to take those thoughts captive, like, take them captive, like Ashley yeah. just said, which is a biblical principle and say, you know, I'm not going to dwell on that. That's, you know, that's, a, that's an attractive person and I'm going to move on, but that's not my wife. Yeah. My wife, and that's every time I see a pretty woman, I think to myself, "Well, that's that's not my wife. That's yeah. not my wife because my my wife is is the the one person where I can I can focus all of that that energy and all yeah. of that desire and focusing that 
desire anywhere else, um, whether it's a person walking by or a digital image on a screen is out of bounds and it's ultimately going to hurt me. It's going to hurt, hurt my marriage. And so um, I hope that 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 gives some insight and those additional resources that we pointed out can help deepen the conversation and understanding in your marriage. And in addition, you know, for, for this issue or really any kind of struggle we might be facing in marriage, we offer help here at XO Marriage. We have a team of trained mediators that provide coaching and mediation. Uh, they can do it with you via Skype or Zoom. And here's a website. I want you to check out this site. It's xomarriage.com slash help. And mm-hmm. every couple needs help sometimes. That's right. And there's certainly no shame in it. It's not a sign of weakness to reach out for help. help. It's a sign of strength. And in addition to the, the mediation we offer here, we also have a counseling partner. We're partnered with an online Christian counseling ministry that provides individual counseling for right. any struggle you might be facing, depression, anxiety, past hurt, baggage, whatever you're facing, there's a trained counselor to help. And you can find them and also get a discount as a listener of this podcast by going to getfaithful.com slash naked marriage. That's right. And we appreciate you all tuning in today. We will see you next time. 